What's up, boys? It's Johnny here, back with another video for you today. Let's talk about a male archetype. Of course, we've discussed the Sigma male here before. Guys, I don't talk much about alphas and betas, but let's do discuss the lone wolf architect, guys. Shout out to Bloatbox for their video. Make sure to go over, give them a like, comment, and subscribe. Boys, I would certainly appreciate it. The male archetype of the Sigma male is much rarer than people think. However, he houses a number of powerful qualities that make him the perfect example of a lone wolf personality. It sounds pretty cool to be a lone wolf, right? And that's why there are many people who would describe themselves as one. But the truth is that this personality type is actually incredibly rare. So in today's video, we're going to tell you the seven signs that you are a true lone wolf. Ooh, do you ever get lonely? Because very, very seldomly will a lone wolf, a true sigma, ever really get lonely, guys. I mean, I interact with so many people online that I require a very small number of people in actual life. Um, other than my children, there are only a few handful of friends that I have that I actually uh, really enjoy spending time with or miss being around because... Most of the time I'm busy doing things or trying to accomplish things or come up with ways to make things work. You know, guys, the basics. Number seven, you put your foot down. If you don't tolerate abuse or betrayal from anyone and you have clear boundaries, then this is another sign that you are a lone wolf. Lone wolves don't take crap from anyone. Anyone. They know how to put their foot down and make their boundaries crystal clear. And if someone steps over the line, then you better believe they'll know about it soon. They'll find out, guys. This is something that I'm probably known for, especially in maybe some of my live uh, streams, guys. While I'm a nice guy, I am always tend to be friendly and all this other stuff. I get comments a lot of times from guys that play too damn much. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a joke here and there is one thing, but if all of your comments can have a double meaning or some sort of hidden, you know what I mean... I don't care for that. Some people just play too much. Enough. Lone wolves are very difficult to manipulate or gaslight when it comes to romantic relationships. They won't tolerate being treated poorly or cheated on. Does this sound like you? If you find yourself in a situation with someone where it's clear they aren't treating you the way you deserve, then for you, your relationship with that person is over. They might try to sweet talk and manipulate you into changing your mind. Hell to the no. But it doesn't work on you. If you can relate to this, then it could mean that you are a lone wolf. Of course, you don't cut someone out of your life for a simple mistake. But equally, you don't let people push you around or disrespect your choices and decisions. This might mean losing some friendships, but they aren't the quality friends you want in your life anyway. So you're all the better for it. Good for you. Number six, small talk bores you. This is the most difficult one for me, guys. Um, this is hard on me for a number of reasons. I don't know if it's my unique mental, uh, you know, makeup or if it's the lone wolf thing or. But what are we talking about? Like, is this going somewhere? Are we talking about something? Getting something done? A goal? A step that is necessary in order to achieve our goals? Are we talking about money? Or are we just talking for the sake of making sound? This is a tough one for me. We gotta be talking about something. 
In social situations, there's usually some quantity of small talk. But if you're a lone wolf, then you find meaningless chit-chat about the mundane incredibly dull. You couldn't care less about your colleague's kids' school grades, where your friend's sister went on holiday last week, or what the hot celeb gossip of the day is. Sorry. Just sorry. Lone wolves find this kind of discussion pointless and a waste of their precious time. You'll probably be polite about it, but your sure. eyes glaze over and you will quickly fade out of conversations that don't add anything valuable to your life. Many people think that this behavior is non-empathetic or detached, but it's not that you don't empathize with them, it's just that the daily dramas and problems of others just don't seem like your business. And they can be very draining on other human beings. While I know we all have issues, and of course you can always rely on a good friend, even myself, to be there for you, I listen to many men about their issues, and I talk many men off of the quote-unquote ledge here on this channel. But sometimes the pointless benign, or banal, benign, I don't know the word, but the pointless shit just doesn't really, it's the heavy stuff, the big stuff. I can try to help with those types of things, but just the pointless... No. And anyway, what are you supposed to do with that information? What input does that person want from you? If you're a lone wolf, then you tend to tune out from the small talk and, frankly, get a little irritated by it. You would rather talk about more interesting, deep and meaningful topics with people you actually connect with. Otherwise, what's the point in communicating? Number 5. You're not easy to read One of the subtlest ways to tell if you're a lone wolf is whether or not you are easy to read. They're not someone who could be described as an open book and are notoriously private. If people tend to label you as mysterious or complain that they can't read you, then you could be a lone wolf. Now this one here, guys, I used to be someone that was open about things in life and feelings and thoughts and all of these thinking that it would make me more likable by other people. Back when I quote-unquote gave a shit, when I, I would try to be this open book and be honest and open and talk to people and tell them about feelings and all of these other things, and it was very taxing on me. I didn't know it at the time, but um, this wasn't who I was. I thought it was who people wanted me to be, and I, I tried to be that, but it took something away from me to do it. It's not that you're as distant or aloof as you come across, it's just that you're not the type of person to wear your heart on your sleeve. Despite this, as a lone wolf you still feel and experience things very strongly, but you keep this deeper, inner aspect of yourself to yourself. You like to keep your feelings to yourself because you would prefer to deal with your own problems alone without needing pity, sympathy or the unsolicited advice of others. That's a good one. That's actually a really good one. Um, it's rare that I want to ask someone for help, and if I did, it would be someone I consider to be close or a close friend or someone I actually care about or value. But most of the time, I'd rather solve all my stuff on my own. I don't want to be reliant on anyone if possible. But there are times when a friend might need me or when I might not need a friend, but the very small amount of people I consider someone I value enough would be the people that I would reach out to if I needed to. It'd be somebody I cared about. When you're going through something particularly tense or stressful, you only let your closest friends or loved ones see your vulnerability, as they are the only ones who deserve to see it. It's not for the whole world to see. 
Lone wolves are hard to read, and this is what makes them so appealing to others. People are drawn to them because they want to know what's under the surface. Nope. Number 4. You are a private person. If you're a lone wolf, then two of the things you value most are your privacy and your personal space. If anyone violates these boundaries, then they will know about it soon enough as you don't tolerate anyone crossing the line when it comes to these things. If someone tries to encroach on your private life or you catch them doing a bit of digging, then you'll get tough and protect your territory. Mm. Oof. All right. This is one of the main differences between someone who is an introvert and a lone wolf personality. Or as I'm very introverted, guys, and certainly I would say lone wolf describes me, but while I'm very open with you guys on the internet uh, here in our space, it's because I enjoy talking to you. I enjoy the conversation. While that may seem somewhat different than what we just discussed, I like helping the gentlemen who want help, who want to do better, who want to get better, who want to grow. That I find deeply rewarding and fulfilling. It's the people that don't want the help, that are just there to whatever, troll, whatever else the situation might be. I could care less about any of that, but um, while I enjoy helping other men that come to me and ask for help or advice, I don't like a lot of prying into my uh, my personal because I share what I choose to. So Nothing wolf more. Will have no problem letting someone know that they've stepped over the line. Introverts often find it hard to say no and difficult to maintain those personal boundaries firmly. Lone wolves will find it easy to push others away if they are behaving in ways that makes them feel uncomfortable or irritated. They might have high expectations of others when it comes to privacy and personal space, but in return, the lone wolf will grant the same amount of respect and understanding to the boundaries of others. Number three, you need your alone time. You could say that the operative word in the term lone wolf is lone. You have the same powerful, independent attitude within you that the wolf has. You highly value your sense of freedom in everything you do and much prefer to walk your own path alone. Lone wolves are introverts and they get their energy when they're alone. You need to have this time in isolation to recharge and reboot. You love to- I never knew this about myself. For easily the first like 40, maybe 42 years of my life, I didn't realize this, guys. I, uh... You know, perhaps to my own fault, I guess, but I thought I was supposed to be all these other things and I thought I was supposed to be all involved and all. But there were many times looking back in my life, like in social settings or circumstances, whether it was a party or a concert or I could go and I could be there for a little bit and I could really enjoy it and 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 be around all these people. But at some point, you know, oftentimes long before other people I was with, I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And I never understood what that was, and people probably thought it was weird. And Taking time out to be by yourself, because this is when you can get in touch with your feelings, emotions, and do a bit of introspective self-reflection. Connecting with yourself is important to you, so having this quiet time gives you the space to do just that. If you find your energy levels, mental clarity, and ability to focus plummeting when you spend time in big groups of people, 
And if yeah. at the end of a long day you want nothing more than to go home, be alone and curl up with a good book and a cup of tea, then these are signs that you have a lone wolf personality. Going out and partying is not what you are usually in the mood for. You prefer just to be alone to chill and perhaps howl at the full moon a bit. But hey, no judgment here. Number two, you prefer quality over quantity. On the topic of being alone versus being social, it's not to say that the lone wolf doesn't like being social from time to time. It's a misconception people have about this personality type, along with the false impression that lone wolves are antisocial or aren't likable. But this just isn't true. It's just that they usually prefer to spend time alone. However, when they are in the mood to socialize, they don't really like doing it randomly, spontaneously, or with people they don't really know or like very much. Mm. That's... Uh, this is brutally true. This is something that... Um... Hmm. This has caused me a lot of pain and strife in life, trying to get along and go along, and perhaps with the exes, certain members of our families that maybe I didn't care about or thought were not, you know, were maybe morally bankrupt or whatever the case, whatever it was, fake, liars, um, shit talkers, whatever it was, uh, I always found it hard to spend time around people you know, there is this social code that humans do where they'll go and they'll be like, I hate Sally and Sally hates me, but we're, we got to be at this thing together and we're going to hang out and we're going to be around each other. Hey, how are you, Sally? Good to see mm -mm. This was very difficult for me. But at least I recognize that Lone now. Lone wolves love having close friends and socializing when they are prepared for it and in the right mood. But they are much more selective about who they allow into their wolf pack than others might be. If you're a lone wolf, then you see no point in shallow relationships that aren't based on genuine interest, but out of social obligation. Yeah, that's you hard to, to build genuine relationships and authentic connections with deep, self-aware and loyal people that you resonate with. And that's why you don't have hundreds of friends or even dozens, just a small close circle of people you highly value. For the lone wolf, it's never about how many friends they have, but rather the quality of those friends. If you've made it this far on our list of signs that you are a true lone wolf, then thanks for sticking around. Please consider liking the video and sharing it so we know you're enjoying our content. That's Bloatbox over on YouTube, guys. Go over and check their channel out. Give them a subscription, a like, a thumbs up if you're interested. Tell them Gone with John sent you, guys. I appreciate you watching this video, boys. I'm working on a few more for you. We'll have out later on in the next day or two. And uh, as always, hit like, hit subscribe.